0: Welcome to Lama's Guide to Podcast, hosted by me, Ralphie from Ralphie Speaks. And Kaya from Kaya Ten Live. Join your podcast besties every Friday morning.
1: As we navigate the nitty-gritty parts of life.
0: Let's get it.
1: Let's do it. And we're live. And we are live back at it again. Happy Another- Friday. Happy Friday. Friday morning, grab your coffee, grab your cocktail, um, (laughs) grab your smoothie, whatever kick you're on. (laughs) I'm such a child. I was like cocktail. (laughs) Friday morning cocktail, those were the days.
0: Oh, I'm ready. Listen, you guys, we are making it through uh, crazy times. You know what, Gaia? I decided to take a social media hiatus for two weeks. Oh, yeah. Myself in social media. uh, What do you call it? Social media timeout. Mm -hmm. Yep. How's it it going so far? Are you having withdrawals? I'm asking everyone what's going on with the world. (laughs) Tell me what's listen, happening. Listen, I'm like, what is the latest scandal? So I heard some some little scandal happening here in Arizona. and I was like, oh my god, no way! Tell me the tea, you know. But I'm like, yeah. I'm not going on there. I'm not logging on unless it's for Dama's yeah. page. Then yes, but my personal page, I'm like, nope.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, I don't even know. You know what's crazy is the habit that we have of like, I don't know about you, but as soon as I wake up, I have a really bad habit of just like grabbing my phone and scrolling. It's like the first thing I do, which is like a horrible habit. Did you, you know you? what? That's why
0: I put myself in pot and podcasting a uh, social media timeout because I would wake up and I completely ditched my whole like meditation in the morning routine. Like this quarantine pandemic, working at home literally has me like alarm goes off, hits snooze so many times, finally decide to muster up some kind of energy to like go check the gram. And then I get on, I get, you know, I'm up. Then I like literally roll into like my chair, start working away. Mm-hmm. Then I get like caught up like scrolling through the gram, and um, you know I'm writing the book. So with writing the book at night, usually is like my most creative time. Mm-hmm. But guess what your girl does. Your girl starts hashtagging or or searching random ass hashtag, right? For what reason? Right. But then right. by like two o'clock in the morning, I'm like, oh shit, I didn't even finish chapter five. Damn, you know. <laughs> so I was like, I need to cut the bullshit, and I need to just go off of social media because this is crazy.
1: So, speaking of the hustle and bustle, and how this pandemic has all probably uh brought on some unhealthy habits f- from us, um, <laughs> I thought it would be really cool to have. Our next guest be someone that can connect us with mind, body, soul, meditation, breath work. Like, I feel like we all could learn sm- like more of that during this pandemic when we're inside. My and, God. And we're driving each other crazy. And not just that, but a lot of us are moms that are like have kids at our online school. Yep. And so we've become teachers, right? And we've become cafeteria ladies and all that goes with that. So it's like, why not take an episode of really, like, some groundwork? Yo,
0: I'm telling you, this guest, I am so excited for her because when I started following her, I was trying to work out in the morning, and you guys know I ain't a morning person. Y'all know a bitch will roll out of bed, lay there for, like, 20 more minutes, and then finally say, okay, it's time to shower. But she motivated me. She lives in one of the most beautiful places in the whole wide world. Mm -hmm. but. I like. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna find a space that looks like that here in Arizona. I don't care if it's 125 degrees outside. I'm gonna try to make it work. Cause so she inspired me. Yeah. So go ahead and introduce her, cause I can't wait.
1: Okay. So this is Alexis, fitness, breath, meditation, a guru from San Diego. Actually, an Arizona native. Yes. So welcome, Alexis.
2: Thank you. Thank you guys so much. And I just wanted to say congratulations to both of you for a year podcasting. That's a big deal. And you guys are hilarious. And I love (laughs) listening to your show because I'm from Arizona. I'm a Latina and I love listening to you. I feel like we're in the kitchen, like making dinner and I'm just like cracking up with, with my friends, I and that's this. that's what a podcast should feel like, right? And I mean, you also have guests on that are all really informative. But some of my favorite episodes are just you guys <laughs> shooting.
1: <the shit>. It's <laughs> so it's funny. Shit.
2: <laughs> I feel like people sometimes when I'm playing it in the car, like you know how you can play on the Bluetooth, and someone rolls up next to me at a light, and I have it like really loud. I feel like people are like, "What is she listening?" <laughs> too right now. So good job. Congratulations. And it is such an honor to be a part of the show. Um, Thank you. But yeah, I think this is a time where really learning about what healing modalities work for you, natural healing stuff, um, it'd be a really good time to put into play. And I'm right there with you guys. Some days I'm just like, what is the point? But being able to go into my quote unquote spiritual toolbox and be like, okay, I'm going to meditate for 10 minutes today. And I'm going to do this breath work sequence because it will make me feel this way. Mm -hmm. I'm just kind of like prescribing myself how I want to feel for the day because you have to, right. You're not, you're not as motivated as you would be if the gyms were open or if the clubs were open or you could, you know, go on dates normally or whatever it is. You're just, you just don't have that motivation and it's a definitely a gnarly time. Mm -hmm. So you,
1: okay. So you are from Arizona
2: Yes, I grew up in Tucson, Arizona. I went to college in Phoenix. And so that's what got me there. Um, And I was in Phoenix for six years before I moved here, living in um, Scottsdale, Tempe, all the different places. Um, And I love Arizona. I really do. It's just really, really hot. (laughs) And I knew if I wanted to build a life that I wanted to live, once I kind of got the vision of what I wanted to create for myself, Mm -hmm. I knew it wasn't there, which is fine. And I knew where it was. (laughs) So I was like, I'm going to move to San Diego and try to build my life there because I love the space. I love the city. I love the calmness. And I think that that's what people should do or should try to, even if it's just in your own home, right? Mm -hmm. So if you have to be in your home and you have a stressful job, you should try to put the plants, put the cactus, put the lights, put the whatever it is, because you have to be there, right? You don't want to be stressed to be there. And- I think it was time for me to leave Arizona. I loved it so much. The opportunities were great, um, but it was like one of those leaps that I had to make and it ended up working out. So I'm, I'm feeling really blessed about that.
0: I love it. I love it. I love San Diego. Um, you said something very important right now that I was, it just like hit me that, you know, creating the vision of the life that you want to live. Mm you know, cause I'm like, I, I didn't envision myself in a pandemic. I don't know if anybody did, right. but I did it. But now I'm like, Oh shit, I'm here. Yeah. You know what I mean? How can I keep creating the life that I like that? You know, that I want to live. Absolutely. And I think it comes down to,
2: um, being able to understand when thing when you feel a certain way and just kind of feel it and be like, oh, wow. Okay. So that's not making me feel too hot. Mm-hmm. Then I need to readjust my walk. Right. So it, whether it's a job, a relationship, the pandemic, we can't get out of it, but we can Try to create an environment that is going to be inspiring Um, and we can maybe try to look at the bright side. I know that a lot of people think that spiritual healers and um, like meditation facilitators and stuff are like super woo woo and it's all about the positive, but it's not about the positive. It's about like pivoting to a comfortable space and then developing your magic from there. Because there's like so much shit going on outside of us, whether it's politics or the pandemic or whatever it is, there's all these other agendas. So I see it as if you're spinning at a higher vibration, this low shit isn't gonna even be able to touch you. And so I think that you have to create this safe bubble. And that's what I try to teach my clients during this pandemic. It's like, yeah, this sucks. I mean, I I'm a fitness instructor. I was a full-time fitness instructor. All my studios were closed mm-hmm. and, um, <laughs> the positive spiritual side of me was like, okay, what am I going to do with this? I've never had this much time ever. This takes me back to the hustle that we can touch on later when we talk about energies. But, um, it's like, what dig deep and what have you been wanting to do? Have you been wanting to start a podcast? Right. Have, Mm -hmm. what have you been complaining about not having time to do? Mm -hmm. This is your time to show up and to walk your walk. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think putting, putting pressure or stress on yourself to show up is, is a a thin line because you can do that and then really not show up at all. I've done that a million times, but going back into your documents and being like, what did I say I didn't have time to do? Like, holy shit, I don't have a job right now. What can I focus my time on to either create revenue or to create inspiration? Because with inspiration comes energy, comes light and happiness. God, crazy time. Oh <laughs> my like, God, well, I like, you know, every day I'm like, what is happening?
1: So you focus a lot on, and, and I know you said this, that you wanted to talk about mind-body connection to health and wellness. Mm. How is it that you focus on that with your clients? Like, what is it that you're doing with your clients to kind of instill that?
2: Right. So, um, I started off teaching fitness and I loved it. I love the energy of it, but, um, I would get frustrated with certain clients or people that I would see that would be frustrated with themselves for not like getting the six pack abs in a month. Mm. Or, you know, their main goal was I want like the booty of my dreams, which is fine. That's great. That's a great goal. But it it doesn't just come from squats, right? And that's just like a very simple way to put it. So with my clients, we incorporate fitness and movement um, in more of an intuitive way, right? I'm not going to because I know that if you want a booty of your dreams, we can deadlift, we can try to up your deadlift, right? But we can also do it in other ways that might feel better for your particular body and your particular goals. Mm. And I also incorporate breathing, not only while we're working out. So a lot of people, while you're working out, they forget to breathe. You've probably heard it all the time. If you're in a class, like, don't forget to breathe, you guys, relax your face, whatever it is. It's so important for the result. Um, So I incorporate breathing. And if they work with me, when it comes to breath work, we do different breath work practices, which calm your energy because stress causes weight gain, right? It causes skin issues, digestion issues. So we do fitness. We do breath work. We do meditation because if your body is, is looking great, that's awesome. But if your mind isn't feeling good, um, you're never going to connect the dots and something's always going to be lacking for you. Mm -hmm. And I want them to love themselves wholeheartedly and the whole entire fucking enchilada. Like I want you to love your curves, but still want to slim down. That's okay because we can figure out a way to do it. If you look at yourself in the mirror and you like what you see, you're going to feel better about it, right? You're going to want to go to the gym. It's not just about the way that you look, but the way that you feel.
0: Mm -hmm. Nice. I like that. I love that because look, check this out. I was going through a real hard time, right? I started going to the gym and the gym really got me like, I want to do this. I want to like, you know, I want a fat ass. I want like a snatched waist. I want it all right Mm -hmm. but man, did it take someone to literally pull me out of the house and take me, (laughs) drive my ass to the gym. And if you left me alone, I fell off the workout wagon, you know, and it's because my mind wasn't, I'm connecting the dots right now.
2: Uh Yeah. (laughs) And I think you got to see a bigger picture. Um, Like the bigger picture is like a hot body and the bigger, so even bigger than that could be for example, to get them, get the man you've been checking out on Instagram, whatever, that's a bigger picture. The bigger picture though, even deeper than that is to like deeper than the man you've been checking out and in, on Instagram is like to find your soulmate because your soulmates mm-hmm. into fitness or mm-hmm. your soulmate loves, like love someone who's into their health and body, but like can still grub out on the weekends. Right. So there's like these tears to it even bigger than that. It's like, longevity with your body. And it's like, uh, for me working out, man, if I don't work out, my mind is not clear. Mm-hmm. I am just like a hot mess stumbling around town, you know? So it's different for everybody, but you know, I think I, I've been in all of these spaces. I played, college softball. And I didn't have to really worry about what I was eating. Right. Cause number one, I was 21 and number two, I was working out twice a day, but I still, I can remember at that age. And at that point, not loving my body. Like I probably was in the best shape until now, but not loving my body. But now I say that because I'm happy I'm in a good relationship with myself and with my man. Um, I'm doing things I love movement wise, like, and I'm not, I'm not restricting foods. You know what I mean? Yeah. And maybe if you put two pictures of those people next to each other, no, I know if you put two pictures of old Alexis, new Alexis next to each other, you would just see it, right. You would see the clarity in my eyes, um, and in my skin rather than working out two times a day, but still feeling like I wanted a bigger booty. Cause that's what all the guys in Phoenix, like or whatever it was, you know what I mean? Like you always want more. And that's, um, that's something I think that people need to like sit down and and be grateful for what they have. And there's always more you can get. It's always available to you. So you shouldn't stress about it. Like if waking up for you to go to the gym was stressful, you got to find another time to go to the gym. (laughs) That's not stressful. I know it must be tough. There's a, there's a
1: way. Do you think that also like the connection that you're making is also because um, like, I know Rafi said that for her, it was like trying to commit to going to the gym was like rough. So like for me, it was getting my eating habits right. So I would go to the gym and I would try to eat right, you know, but left to my own vices. If someone wasn't holding me accountable I would drink soda, I would binge on alcohol, I would eat all the carbs I could when I went to a Mexican restaurant, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, like to me it was like the eating habits weren't changing and I feel like that maybe has something to do with like not quite honoring your body, mm. you know? Like my the way my body was or the way I loved my body and then the food I was eating, it just didn't coincide, like it just wasn't healthy. Absolutely. I think that
2: everybody right now listening to this show has been there or is, is there right now or just got out out of it. You know what I mean? And, um, it's an intuitive practice to understand what your body needs and, and what it doesn't, because like I said, I don't restrict, I don't, you know, I'm not like, I'm not drinking for a month, um, because I know, a month will go by and then day one, you know, you're going to go out and like have six tequila shots and four margaritas and whatever it is. Like I know myself and I know my past behaviors and that's a note I've made in my mind. So yeah. it's an intuitive practice to be able to be like, okay, well today I'm going to eat two meals a day with mostly veggies, right? Mostly mm-hmm. clean foods. And then I'm going to have a good dinner. I'm going to go to a Mexican restaurant and eat what I want to eat there, but it's all about balance. And it's all about being aware of those choices. Also going back to meditation and breath work. I think that these healing modalities help with, um, clearing up a space in your mind where maybe you were going to eat all of those carbs because you were stressed at work Mm. or, Or I don't know, maybe you're hungover because you drank too much or whatever it is. It is all connected. So I think that being able to sit with yourself, even if you're not into meditation and breath work to sit down and ask yourself like, okay, if I know I'm going to dinner with my friends on Friday tonight, I'm going to cook at home or making it a goal. Try to cook at home for four days and then go out for three. You don't have to be too strict and the little things make all the difference. People think that these little things aren't going to do anything. So it's either I'm on a drastic detox or I'm, I'm binging, right? It's like, no, no, no. The little things taking alcohol out during the week or whatever it is, the little things will add up and you will see change, but you also can't stress yourself out and you also need sleep, right? You need sleep. You need, um, just to move your body every single day, even if it's just walking or, playing with your kids, kicking the soccer ball in the, in the backyard. It's all these little things that connect the dots and it's just like a balance. And it, it sounds so simple. You guys are like balance, fuck that. But it's, <laughs> it's
1: the little things. It's the little things. You know it so well already. I'm sure, we I'm, said like, I'm sure we said that in a ton of episodes. <laughs> oh yeah. No,
2: once, once a month or when I need it, it's so funny. I'll be like, tell my boyfriend, I'm like, will you go get me hot Cheetos and cream cheese from 7-Eleven. And he's just like, what? Like, but it's definitely a thing that I still do and will still do forever. Like I'm not against it. I just know that I feel most clear minded to make the right decisions when I'm eating right. And when I'm moving my body. And for me, that's reason enough, you know? Mm
1: -hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: So a little bit, a little bit earlier, you talked about spiritual toolbox mm. and that is like, I was like, Oh my God, wh- what the hell is in my spiritual toolbox? <laughs> I, <laughs> You're like looking, i like, hold on, do I got, hold on, I got a condom in there. That's about it. <laughs> yeah. That's, that could be a thing. <laughs> but for For example, for me, I I meditate, right? Uh I try. Sometimes I fall asleep. I meditate my ass straight to sleep. But talk to me a little bit about what maybe even like let's call it the beginner. Yeah, the beginner's spiritual. Absolutely.
2: Okay. So a beginner's spiritual toolbox or Gucci Fanny Pack or whatever you want to call it. (laughs) It could be, it could be, you said you have a meditation practice, and that's fine. Um if you fall asleep, it's okay. So it's all about giving yourself grace in that toolbox. You do not have to be perfect because again, that will stress you out. So let's put five minutes of silence in that toolbox. It doesn't have to be called a meditation for people that aren't involved in that yet. And that's totally fine, but sit down in a quiet room by yourself and just no music, no podcast, no nothing. For five minutes, just breathe. Take regular old deep breaths. That is it, right? So that would be something I definitely would put in there. Um, and a meditation can be movement. It could be walking, taking a walk around the block. That's also a meditation. And any time you're in the flow state. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I meditate in the shower because I'm a Scorpio. I love hot ass water. And I, I just love like sometimes after a long day sitting in the shower and I call that a meditation sometimes. Mm-hmm. And those are all little things that could cooking. It could be cutting your food while you're cooking any time to yourself where your mind is just in a flow state where you're not thinking about what you got to do tomorrow in the morning. You're not thinking about. All the craziness of the pandemic—that's something you can pull out. Mm-hmm. The second thing I would say is deep breaths. Feel into your body, um, even if it's just putting your hand on your heart and feeling your heartbeat and being present. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, that's a form of breath work. Big deep breaths. Um, to calm yourself down because breathing takes you from the sympathetic state, which is fight or flight to parasympathetic, which is rest and digest literally. If you are stressed or if you can't digest your food and you're like, I don't know why I'm having these issues. It might be because you are stressed. So taking time to breathe for five minutes without any ideas of how it should look like, that's going to definitely take you to that parasympathetic state. Um, And then I would say the last thing in your toolbox would just be to affirm, like affirmations are huge Mm -hmm. and you don't have to go chant them in front of the mirror. Right? Like sometimes I literally will just say them in my head. Like I can get through this day. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I have four clients lined up, but I'm like, you can get through this day. You're strong you're smart. Mm-hmm. Little things like that are, I like got emotional just saying that. It's like, people don't say that shit enough to themselves. Mm-hmm. When was the last time you said, I love you to yourself or mm-hmm. thank you to yourself. It's like, we say it to our friends. We say it to the drunk girl in the bathroom, right? Mm-hmm. We're just like, I love you.
1: You're so pretty.
2: But like, when have you ever said that to yourself? You have got yourself to a, through this pandemic, even listening to make it relative holy shit, we're living in some gnarly times that we're going to tell our kids about, that's going to be in history books. So to even be sitting here chatting with you babes is like, I feel so grateful and blessed that like we're doing, you're doing this for you and for your business. And we're doing this for other women. Like, so to affirm, like I'm impacting my community, even just say that five times. So affirmations, meditation, whatever that looks like to you, and breath, definitely. It's it's all about time to yourself. And especially for the moms out there, the moms out there, I know it might be tough, but like whatever it looks like, if it's in your car, if it's you guys tell me, if it's in the uh the pantry, like from Sex in the City, whatever it means. I don't know what that looks like yet, but I'm sure you have some places, right?
1: Yeah.
2: Shitter. Mine always mine is always
1: in the shower. Like I'm so good happy. I'm so happy you said that because for the longest time I thought I was such a fucking weirdo.
2: Or, <laughs> me too
1: i thought i I really thought so and you know what is my mind is so clear in the shower like i really don't think of anything else in the shower and that's sometimes when i have my best ideas yes or yes. no yes babe but, that's your flow state that's when you're in your divine feminine
2: energy yeah, like that's what yeah. that you just you just totally um, explained it, Kaya. Mm-hmm. Like when you're, I would, I felt the same way for years and years and years until I talked to one of my friends who's um, a psychologist and we're just chatting. And I, I'm like, why do I always get my best ideas in the shower? Yes. And he was like, because you're in a flow state. Like you're not thinking about anything. You're literally like, the water is flowing. That water from the faucet is feminine energy. Oh, the wow. faucet is masculine energy. Like if you want to get deep. So now it, it clicks and it makes sense. But you will get your best ideas in the shower. I've always got my best ideas in the shower. And that's because it's a meditation. Even sometimes I'll give a tip to the listeners. Even sometimes I imagine washing whatever bad energy, other people's energy off of me or whatever it was from the day. And I I watch it go into the drain. Mm -hmm. And then I look up at the water and I watch the water hit me as like good energy, blessings, whatever. I'm grateful for opportunities. So that's like a quick shower meditation you can do. Um, but yeah, I feel you like a couple times I've been in the shower like back in the day and I'm like, am I depressed? <laughs> Cause I
1: like love just going to the shower. Also when I'm sad, I'm like, I just need to take a shower. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. That's always been me too. Like stressful days, when I'm feeling down, like, I yeah. not always count on a shower to, to get me through the shit, you know? And yes. I come out of these showers, and I immediately grab my phone. I text Ralph, and I'm like, Ralph, I just got out the shower, and I had the best fucking idea. We're going to do an episode yes. on this, this, this. And she's like, I'm not kidding you. Every single time, I'm like, I just got out of the shower, and this is going to be the yeah. best idea ever. And my family knows. Like, they know my shower time is do not fucking bother mom so oh, good See, that's like, a don't good come knocking don't let the dog in like bingy penny can't come in okay? <laughs> don't, don't mess with mom when she's in the shower like it's really my time good love it i love it you know you talked about
0: feminine energy mm-hmm. and i you know what i mean I I don't know, for a long time, feminine and masculine was like, for me, female and male. Totally. When somebody would say like, hey, you're uh, in your feminine energy. I was like, I I know I'm a female, duh. I'm in my feminine energy. Mm -hmm. But one of my exes highlighted this to me. Shout out to you. (laughs) He said, (laughs) I was telling we were having a candid conversation, right? Now we're in a good place. We talk now we're, we're all right. Friends, good friends, but we cool. And, um, I was telling him about, I, you know, now I I'm real clear on the partner that I want. And me and Gaia have talked about this in different episodes. And, and I said, you know, I want, I want a man who is integrity, has integrity, you know, all of the, all, all my, my list. And he says, he says, Ralph, you are the man. And I said, I'm the female. He's like, you are real heavy in your masculine energy. And I said, oh shit, I am.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. So talk to us a little bit about or a lot right. about how we can embody both and it's okay. Yes. Yeah. So so basically, I love that you brought all of that
2: up. Um, and I feel like I could relate hearing your stories, Ralphie, Like I can relate to a lot of your dating stories and stuff, just like from back <laughs> in the day, all of that. Um, and I, I loved dating. You know what I mean? Like it, it was always a good time. And now that I know about masculine and feminine energy, I'm like, whoa, if I knew this stuff back then. <laughs> so first and foremost, men and women both have masculine and feminine energy. We just do. That's how it is. It has nothing to do with your sex or who you're into. Um, it just is what it is. Women sometimes mostly have 80% feminine, 20% masculine, and then vice versa. Masculine men have 80 and 20, but it just depends. It depends on the experiences you've been through as a kid. Um, I won't get into past lives. That could be for another episode, but it depends (laughs) on all of these different situations. And for you being in your masculine, I can see that because just from like following you on Instagram and hearing you speak, you're like a boss ass babe. Mm -hmm. And that is good. And that, that divine masculine is like what has probably got you to where you are. And it's probably what has got you through whatever you've been through. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that's fine. But there is a space where sometimes you may be overcompensating in, um, in like a tough girl way because you don't want to get hurt. Yes. And that's probably what he was talking about. Cause I've, I've been there mm-hmm. and that's being in your over your wounded is what you call it. Masculine or overly masculine, trying too hard energy, which is like your ego. If you yeah. think about it, mm-hmm. like you're in your ego, you're not in your heart. Um, I can just go through a few different traits of a wounded masculine. It's like ego driven. It's arrogant. Mm-hmm. It's competitive always thinking about money. Like you're always chasing money. Mm. Um, you're impatient Mm. and you know what our generation and me included, like a a lot of this wounded energy comes from our parents and how we were raised. And I have posted on Instagram about it and I've said it all the time. I'm like, they did their fucking best. Right. So that's fine. Like, and forgiveness is healing, but a lot of it, it's not our fault. It's not your fault. This is just how we were raised. We were raised Like our particular generation was our dads were like, We got to provide, you know what I mean? We got to work, work, work. We got to provide, we got to be the man. We're not going to show weakness. Mm. Um, and specifically, if you grew up in sports or if you had a sports family, which I think was huge also when we were young, it was like winning, winning, winning. Sports was everything. Like, you look, I used to love sports. It's funny now, sometimes, like, I watch my boyfriend watch football, and I'm like, I got to go upstairs. Like I'm a little bit turned off. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause I'm like, you're so passionate about this shit right now. Like I just can't even go there and I have to let him, I have to let him be like that. Cause I know it makes him happy, but it's like growing up in those environments really play a part on who you are now and how you express yourself, whether you know it or not, mm-hmm. you could have masculine wounds that you don't even know about, um, from memories that you may have, push down and push down and push down because that's also a wounded masculine trait is to like suppress emotions. It's not okay to express emotions. That's something I've been dealing with for a really long time is like, I was always, you know, told to be tough. And, and so I got to a point where I'm in my late twenties and I don't know how to express myself to a man. Like Mm -hmm. I remember the moment my boyfriend asked me what I loved about him. Like literally this this. I'm this guy, my boyfriend that I'm with now, we're going to get married. He's my, (laughs) literally my soulmate. Um, but he was the, the first guy to be like, what do you love about me? And I was just like, you're funny. Like, you know, (laughs) and he's like, no, really? Like, what do you love about me? He's like, you are so stoic. You don't express your emotions. Like he could see it right through me. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, damn, that has a lot to do with how I was raised. And, and And to go back and to heal those moments that maybe like I fell down and got a scrape on my knee and my dad said, get the fuck up, you know, little things like that could cause this. Um, So to go back and heal those moments and accept them, it's fine. You just accept that they, that they happen because when you start to loosen up the grip on that like tough, logical Um, like too logical. You're not thinking with your heart at all. You're just thinking with up here. Like I'll get, if I go on this date, I'll get hurt. So I'm not going to go on this date. Mm. You kind of loosen that grip. That's when you're going to start to attract a divine as fuck masculine man, Mm. because that's why you're not attracting that. I try to tell my clients this and some friends as well that are like, dating the same guys same guys and I'm like well what are you putting out there not on social media not on not the way you talk not the way you dress that's not has nothing to do with it what is your energy putting out into the world because you're gonna attract what you deserve
1: mm-hmm. you know and
2: it's okay you can always heal from it yeah but you you know what I mean I, I- <laughs>
0: I feel you, man. I, I'm i like, damn,
1: Lexi. Be I, am. <laughs> I am so happy that you said that because I feel like I just had an aha moment. Yeah. Oh, and tell I, us about it. When I was single, I almost all the time thought logical, never emotional, right? Never. So I felt like my whole dating life when I was single was always logical. I had this checklist mm. of like what I wanted. hmm and but it wasn't a manifestation. It was literally just a checklist. Looks good, good job, makes this much a year, driving. Yeah, like yeah, you know, has to have this type of background. It was just it was just a whole checklist of Things That I look back at now and I'm just like, you were so fucking ridiculous and you were so ridiculous. like, <laughs> relax girl. Okay. It was not right. as serious if he had a fucking like sky penthouse in, you know, on t- in Scottsdale, like totally. Yeah. And so it's funny that you say that because I, and I talk about this all the time that I grew up as a very logical, like I was raised as a logical person. Like my dad's model to me growing up and he still says this to this day, but he's always like, there's no crying in baseball, right? Yeah, absolutely. There's no crying in baseball. And so for me, that's how I was like dating was baseball. There's no crying in baseball. Let's <laughs> talk about these checklists. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And let's get you a man. And it did yeah. not work because all I was finding was either men with no depth or our energies didn't match. They mm. weren't meeting me on an emotional level that I wanted, or they were just playing out fuck boys, you know, like yeah. mm, it was just, right. so I'm glad you said that. Cause I was like, oh, totally. it all makes sense. I'm totally. looking at, at my dating life yeah. now and I'm like, this and is the
2: logic so isn't bad. Um, but this is the thing, the logic without any heartfelt thought is, is mm. bad. I mean, it's, that's why masculine and feminine energies you need both Mm -hmm. in a in a relationship you need both because masculine's logical feminine is like everything from the heart you feel good you literally just make decisions from your intuition but again think about it like this if you had a divine masculine woman um or uh sorry divine feminine woman floating around just making decisions with their heart and like what feels good, just like being a little fairy, nothing would ever get done. Bills wouldn't get paid. You would have these awesome ideas, but you would never um, execute them. So that's why balancing these energies is so important. So a fun note about your list. I do think manifestation and writing shit down is so important, but don't be too logical. You have to, you have to do it with your heart. And I think mostly with your heart when it comes to like manifesting what you want. Mm -hmm. Um, because that is such an intuitive practice, Mm -hmm. the practice to write down what you want and what you deserve and, um, what you won't give in because you want to get to this place. Right. Mm -hmm. So what you won't let pass you by or whatever, um, that's important, but those are all heartfelt practices rather than just like, you know, I I mean, I still have friends that are just like, he's too short. I'm like, he's (laughs) 5'11". You know (laughs) what I mean? I'm like, you're five feet tall or whatever it is. It's just, it's funny and it's fine. And we're all going to go through that and we're all going to learn. But again, I think a big thing to note for your listeners are, are you showing up the best you can for yourself. Um, Because if you are, you will attract that partner that is supposed to come your way. You will. And then another divine feminine trait, ladies, is trust. It's Mm -hmm. fucking trust. And that's why if you hear the word daddy issues thrown around, that's why a lot of ladies or people or women who have been cheated on or men who have been cheated on have wounded feminine energy because they don't know how to trust. They don't know how to trust a man or a woman or um, a a family member. And and then we could get deep with this, but that's that's where the work needs to be done. And that's where it's time to start taking some processes to create a more stable trust foundation, if that makes sense. I mean, and that's probably the main reason why all of us are wounded is because someone cheated on us or um, something happened, you know, when we were little with our, with our families and that's fucking unfortunate, but you can, we can all get
1: past it. So, so the next time Ralph mm-hmm. that you meet someone, you mm-hmm. date someone. Mm-hmm. Okay. And something happens. you like, you can say, did I wound your family? Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I listened to your show just for Ralphie's. Um, dating stories by the way <laughs> so
0: i cannot wait to hear the next one so i realized that yes i was operating initially when i was in my dating you know i i, I was operating from a wounded like masculine you know what i mean it was just very much so like no i don't trust you no we are gonna be a one i stand friend zone you know what I mean like I really had to sit with myself and tap into like my feminine my divine feminine yeah and I realized you guys talked about how it just like flows to you
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I tap into my divine feminine when I'm writing yes I am a sexual I'm a sex blogger I don't know yes girl I I actually wrote you're writing a book because I actually made a note because I was like I want
2: to come back to this so tell me (laughs) I want to hear about your book
0: so I, my, see for me, I, I wish I could meditate in the shower for me. That's my go, go, go time. It's like multi, it's like, I'm, I'm shaving the pits. I'm washing the yes. stuff, mm-hmm. um, I'm rushing to get kids out the house or whatever, but it's until everyone is like laid down to sleep that I lay down and literally ideas like just it feels like the universe is flowing through me. It's just girl, that's amazing. It's crazy. I'm like, I don't even feel like it's me. People are like, how do you write? Why do you, you know how do you how do you get these ideas to write? And I'm like, yo, that's not even me. I don't even have you that. heard of channeling? No, I have not heard
2: of girl, that. it sounds like you're channeling.
0: Wow. Because
2: channeling you, I mean, you already feel. You already said you feel like you're in flow and you're writing and you're getting all these um, ideas. And a lot of times, people who channel ideas from their divine and their higher self and their angels and stuff, um, again, we'll, we can get woo woo on another episode. Ooh. They feel like the thoughts coming through them are not. They're like, what? Who is that? Yeah. Um. So keep rolling with that because that
0: sounds like magical it, you know, writing to me, people are like, you know, how do you, how I'm like, yeah, it's not even me. If you were telling me right now, like, Hey, go ahead and write. (laughs) i would be like, I got to get in bed under, under like warm sheets, totally something comfy. But that's when I really, um, figured out like, Hey, this is the, this is the time that I don't tap into my masculine at all. I'm not responsible for nobody. Everyone's asleep. (laughs) So I can really just be me. And that's when I decided that I have to change my dating strategy or my dating techniques. I can't be so closed off. I gotta. Well, like-
2: yeah, it sounds like when you're dating, you're in your masculine, and you don't have to call it wounded, but it could just be masculine and not divine. It's fine. You're protecting yourself, and that I think you should protect yourself, right? And it sounds like when you're dating, you're in your masculine. It sounds like when you're writing, you're like deep in your feminine, and that's where all that energy is going. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, play around with it and see what happens, but maybe, maybe be more. Cause I, I bet you're really, I would love to read your writing, but I bet you're really vulnerable in your writing.
0: Ella. And is it about
2: you? Is it stories about you? Uh,
0: some of them. Yeah. Some okay. are like half, half. It's half my imagination. Half really happened.
2: <laughs> I love that. Yeah, that's great. I mean, that's, that's completely your divine feminine. And I think it's really cool to talk about this stuff too, because your listeners could be you know hearing us talk about the wounds and they can be like shit like i'm just so wounded like when i lo- started learning about this stuff i was like well i'm broken like <laughs> masculine and feminine i've got wounds everywhere but it's because you know you're not really hearing about the divine so there are there are divine energies that you can be um holding and acting in every single day. And I think that's like a huge confidence boost for some people. So there's like a couple I want to just throw out for your listeners so that we're not just talking about the wounds, um, like creative, you feel sexy, you feel in flow, you honor your emotions, you have boundaries. Mm. Like I would, I would encourage and challenge every woman out there to, when they get asked to do something, they don't want to do answer without an explanation and just say, no, thank you. Or no, I am not free. Like honoring those boundaries are that's your divine feminine. You you're in your divine feminine every day, whether you know it or not, you know, your worth, Um, For me, it was like when I started upping my prices and charging what I was worth uh, without thinking where was the next check going to come. So we call it scarcity mindset. When you stop living like not, I don't want to say paycheck to paycheck because I get it, but when you don't want to spend an extra dollar because you don't know where it's going to come, you're holding that cloudy energy. Mm. spend the extra dollar on guac at Chipotle. I promise it will come back to you. Like, cause that's the energy. That's the energy. And that's another thing that our parents probably instilled in us. And I know mine did is like frugality, frugality, frugality mm. when they probably never made over X amount because they were always holding it. It's scarcity mindset. Your mindset is huge in attracting what you want. Ooh. So, or being with the person, being in a relationship because you don't Cause it's, cause it's uh COVID and you don't think that you can go out and meet someone right now. So staying with like that guy who doesn't make you feel good or girl. Um, and then you just have that cloudy energy, right? So honoring your fucking worth. Mm. That is so important. Divine feminine speaking your truth you babes do it every day or every week on this podcast and that's you guys being in your divine Mm -hmm. and so i bet you feel so good after recording a podcast but that's because (laughs) right you're out of the clouds you're out of your fem your masculine logical day and you're in the creative you're with your home girl another divine feminine trait is collaborating with women it's you know it's rising up to the top with women, with a team, you're not competing, you're not comparing, but being in these little moments, um, you in that divine energy. And then when you're in the divine, the best shit comes to you. The best mm-hmm. ideas, guys, girls, uh, whatever it is. So you, the women listening right now, you are all in your divine. You are, mm-hmm. it's just realizing that and being aware of it to keep it coming.
1: Mm.
0: Mm-hmm. y'all hear that we're all in our divine listening to this, <laughs> I, <love> this
2: <laughs> I know I can't wait you're like I'm de- you guys are gonna go or you're gonna go on your next date and Kaya's gonna tell your man like I'm divine he's gonna be like what is up with you you just come like walking
1: in the kitchen all sexy yeah <laughs> that's gonna be me my pregnant ass walking into the <laughs> wait, don't forget I'm divine <laughs> yeah like she said anything, i'm divine anything i learned here i always take it to frankie Frankie's always like god damn it another episode i, don't, I, don't, I love it I don't oh i was listening time.
2: yeah i was listening to the episode kaya where you were saying how oh your entanglement episode it was hilarious oh, um yeah. you were saying how frankie was your entanglement <laughs> b- before you guys started dating my man was mine too oh man <laughs> And like yeah. it's so funny. Like I, got, I never thought that we would be at this point because it was just kind of like he made me feel good in the moment and yeah, good guy and blah blah blah. And it just never worked because of other, other entanglements going on at the same time. Yeah, exactly. Whatever it was. Exactly. And then finally, right, you're just, it just clicked, and you're like, okay, we should just be together.
1: Well, I talked to uh, early on in the in the um. In the podcast i talked about how i literally manifested frankie but i didn't realize that i manifested him until later on when i found an old journal and i wrote down and this was from like me tapping into what my soul really needed and Ugh, wanted i that. after being in unhealthy entanglements for so long right mm-hmm. And so how I said I had the checklist, this wasn't a checklist. This was right. literally like me speaking into the universe, the type of partner that I knew I needed and wanted. Mm. And when I really started taking Frankie serious and we started really like, Hey, this is, this is where we, what we want to do. We want to be in a committed relationship. I, I found this journal and I looked back at it. I think it might have been what, like a year later, Ralph or something. Mm. And I was like reading through it and I was like, oh my gosh, like, this is Frankie to the fucking T. Damn. And I screenshot, I sent it to Ralph, and I was like, yo, I literally manifested this motherfucker into my life. And, and was she- he already in your life? You just didn't see it? Yeah, we were friends. Okay. We had dated and then we were friends and then we were just always constantly like in and out of each other's lives, you know, whatever. And then finally I was ready. I had forgotten that I had written this and I saw him in a huge, like a different light where I was like, that's the guy I want. That's the one I want. Like immediately this attraction where I was like, come get me pregnant. Well, not right away. but
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <was> later. But
1: <laughs> I have manifested a man for Ralphie. and Oh my
2: gosh, I love it.
1: They are on my vision board. Hey. Ralphie, have you written
2: down what you want in a man on paper?
0: Not on paper, but on my notes. You but should I-
2: do it. Yeah. Oh, like in your phone? Yeah. Yeah.
0: But I'm going to go do it on paper now.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just, I think just like a pencil to, or a pen to a paper is like almost a pretty... It's a pretty intuitive practice anyways, because um, we're on our phones and technology so much. It's just like a different energy. It kind of shifts your energy to that space. Um, my, I wrote down what I wanted in my man when my boyfriend and I were friends, and I would keep it in my wallet. And I, it's still in my wallet today. And it's like in blue marker, I must have been like, I must've got home from like a bad date or something and was just like, fuck this. Put, put, put. Like, you know, I just wrote it down and he was my friend. Like we were friends at the time. And I forget what I put. It's like my best friend likes me for my personality. Like, you know, our, our like spicy loud personality. I I always would get guys, Ralphie, you probably can relate, but they're just like, chill out or whatever it is, or like, calm down or like, you know, dimming, trying to dim your light. Why are you expressing yourself like that? It's like, cause this is how I want to express myself. Like, don't bring me back into that wounded masculine where you're trying to keep me quiet. Um, so I wrote it down and then later on, I found it like cleaning out an old purse or something when we were already dating. And I was like, Whoa. Yeah. It was just basically best. It was like, I just want my best friend. You know what I mean? And he literally had been my best friend for two years before we started dating. But I, like you said, Kaya, I didn't see him in that light and I wasn't into him. I like wasn't not into him, but I was just like, I I didn't see it. Yeah. I would always try to hook him up with or or he was such a great guy that I would always have like single girlfriends that were also great people too and I'd be like oh you guys need to like have a drink in the meantime he was probably like what the hell you keep trying to hook me up with your home girls um but like long story short one day it just clicked and you can feel when it's different and I've never said that before and I once did not even believe in a monogamous relationship. Like I was down for polyamory. I, oh. I was, it, it just changed. And that's a whole nother deep dive, but like, you know how <laughs> when people say it just clicks, yeah. it really just, it really just clicks.
1: It just clicks. Yeah, that's true. It's just going to click Ralph. Well. I'm looking through yeah, my yeah. friends list right
0: now and seeing who I friend zone or who I just see as a friend <laughs> and being like, Yo, <laughs> you know, who's good. Uh, yeah for me hey oh my
2: god i know you're like oops no you never know they'll come back they'll come back you
1: know they always do (laughs) totally (laughs) oh man alexis thank you so much Uh, of
2: course that was so much fun it was so fun to have a girl's
1: chat wasn't it drop some serious gems like i feel like now i'm gonna practice this spiritual toolbox i have like, like a page oh my
2: god you guys are so sweet I love it
1: part of my everyday life and now I'm I now I feel like I don't feel weird for like having these like meditations in the shower, you know. Now, no, like-
2: well, that's like all these things that you might feel weird about, or you feel are um, a little woo-woo, whatever. Their messages, like you're ch- channeling, Ralphie. I don't care what you say. You are channeling, girlfriend. You gotta do some research on that. Um, these are all like your little winks from the universe, or whoever you believe in. That, like, hey, I'm here. I'm guiding you. Just like trust me. Like mm-hmm. all of the magic that you guys are doing is you're all, you're both
0: being guided, you know, and it's Before, you just got to believe in it. Before we get off though, I want to tell you, cause it, it like relates to that. I want to tell you something crazy. It's a crazy story y'all. And this happens every time I talk about writing and I'm always like, this is a coincidence or I don't know what the fuck. Mm-hmm. But so I was telling my sister when I committed to writing this book in January, right. I had hired my publishing coach. I didn't even look at my bank account. I just said, I'm just going to fucking do it. It Good. is, it is. Mm-hmm. the down payment I'm in I didn't tell nobody I was doing this it happened midday on a Monday it was like just for the moment so then my sisters come home that night and I'm telling them what I did I'm like oh yeah they're like what did you do I was like oh you know I hired a book publishing coach and I'm like oh that's so dope and we're all sitting in the living room um something was playing on Netflix and I'm like yeah I'm so excited I'm really gonna like commit to writing this book I'm just like, you know, I I was like, I'm I'm just nervous about it. You know, what if it doesn't do well? Like, I'm just, I love writing, but I just, you know, I'm nervous to put out the book, but my coach is going to help me. We're literally sitting in the living room. The TV, like what, I don't know what it did. It had never done this before, but it basically like blanked out and 444 came on the screen. Girl. And I was like, we're, we're like, what the hell's wrong with the TV, man? We're like, oh, my God, it's 444. That's crazy. And I was like, yeah, that's insane. An angel number. Yeah. We at that. Now, every time that I talk about writing, the number 444 comes up. Like, I was telling my friend. Really? I was in the, yeah, I was in the McDonald's drive-thru, and I'm telling my friend about my book and the progress of it. and. Da, 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 da. I get the ticket back from McDonald's, 444. Shut up. Like, I love that. Oh, child, what the hell is going because, on? Because because what's
2: happening is you're doubting yourself, right? So you you were just saying, like, I don't know if people are gonna buy it, blah, blah, blah. You were just like in your ego. Mm-hmm. And that's what's happening. But that's the universe being like, Bitch, get out of your ego. You're fucking gonna kill it. You're gonna like be successful. That's really what it is. And um, the more that you're aware of that, the more other stuff starts to happen. Um, so just like own it, let it happen and, and don't doubt yourself. Cause I can imagine it's just going to be amazing.
0: Thank you. So that was my story. That's
2: awesome. I
0: love
1: it. Oh,
2: thank you, you guys. That was so much fun. Thank you.
0: Thanks, oh my God. God.
1: Um, if our listeners want to follow you, Oh, also you said you were going to, you were doing a mini. Yes.
2: A mini course. So yes, yes. I would love them to follow me it's Lexi.Marie.Rodriguez um on Instagram mm-hmm. and I and on Friday or this morning it should be out is my mini course. So what it's going to be it's going to be one breathwork practice, two meditations and four little mini workout videos. Mm-hmm. So basically it's just kind of the um the walk up to my big program that I'm launching in October. So Mm. this is available for you. All you have to do is go to the link in my bio to get it. And I will send you guys the link too. So all of your listeners can grab it, but it's called reconnect and move mini series. Because like we talked about at the beginning of the show, it's all about your mind, body and soul. And you can have the body and the mind of your dreams. It's Mm. it's literally coming for you. Mm.
1: I love that. So y'all better jump on that free mini course. So, yeah, yeah that dream body team peach it's coming
0: hella i love that so you guys already know follow lexi go ahead and give your um follow again
2: it's alexi.marie m-a-r-i-e dot rodriguez and i'll send you guys that information to yeah. all the lexi rodriguez's alexis rodriguez's lexi marie's were all taken obviously
1: as you can imagine Yeah, <laughs> we will post it um cool. But yeah, no, I'm excited.
2: Thank you so much for having me. This is so much fun. I don't know how I'm gonna go to sleep tonight because it's like you know, you're buzzing. We were in our we were in our divine feminine
0: the whole time. This was such yeah. a blast. I'm so honored
2: to have been on your show.
0: Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on. All right, guys. Yes. So um please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe this. Remember, every time you do, you're in your divine. <laughs> yes. So go and you're divine.
1: contributing to our divine. <laughs> right. Exactly. So please go divine yourself and rate review and subscribe <laughs> to our podcast please and follow. follow us on ig if you don't already we're at adama's guide to or you can hit us up on our individual igs i am Gaia underscore T. at Ralphie tavera who is on hiatus right now but she'll be back okay, <laughs> be she'll be back. back she's gonna make a comeback the comeback is always greater than the, than the setback right
0: I'll be back with more uh, sexual poems for y'all and and (laughs) a book and a book. And a
1: book. There you go. There you go. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. We hope we filled your cup today. Um, Alexis, thank you again for joining us. Thank you. We love you. All right. Bye guys. Cue the motherfucking outro music.